Get your family vehicles ready for summer driving with early Memorial Day deals at Dobbs. Click on GoToDobbs.com for money, save, retire, and service deals today. Dobbs. With 43 locations, real deals are always close by. Michelle Smallman. I'm Randy Carricker, the head football coach at the University of Missouri. Eli Drinkwitz has been a busy man, spending a lot of time in St. Louis. Last week, he was here giving away free gas with our buddy Demetrius Johnson and the DJ Charitable Foundation. Tomorrow, I'll be with Eli at a National Football Foundation event here in St. Louis. And Eli's with us now on the Brown and Crouppen Celebrity Line on 101 ESPN. Coach Michelle Smallman, Randy Carricker, good morning. How are you doing? Good morning. If I can find a way to win a few more football games, maybe I'll get a key to that city as much time as I've been spending there, man. <laughs> I think we can get it for you. Hey, how long was that yeah. line for the free gas? Oof. Oof. I was worried, man. That was a long line, and I was knew we were going to disappoint some people because I knew we were going to run out of, of money. I wish, I wish I'd had unlimited fun, but that was a really cool thing to do and really proud of our kids, the way uh, our, our four players were there to really help and give back to the community and just a, a good reminder of, of uh, you know, using our platform in a positive way. Absolutely, Coach. It's great to see. Well, we want to talk to you about several things, but let's talk about the black and gold spring game, which you had a few weeks ago. What were some early observations you had from your team after that game? Well, I thought, uh, obviously, we were very explosive at the wide receiver position. I thought both Dominic Lovett and Luther Burden, Mookie Cooper, Chance Looper, Toski Dove, Barrett Bannister, J.J. Hester, all Six of those names really stood out in a positive way. Mackay Miller had a big-time catch on a third down. Um, I was really impressed with our running back depth. I thought both uh, um, the two transfers, Nate Pete uh, uh, and Elijah Young and Cody Schrader, uh, B.J. Harris really uh, did some nice things. Taj Butt scored a touchdown. So I was really impressed with those two positions because of the way the amount of times they're going to have to touch the football I thought both of our quarterbacks had positive and negatives. Obviously, we're going to have to take care of the football better. Uh, both of them made a couple of key mistakes that in a, in a, in a true game could get you beat. Um, and then defensively, you know, we, we kind of put their hands behind their back a little bit, so to speak, with some of the stuff we were asking to do. But I thought they did play really hard and, and uh, look forward to uh, continue to build on what we got accomplished this spring. Coach, you mentioned that you already have Burden and you've had him since the turn of the semester, but you haven't had Sam Horn, your freshman quarterback. How much does it set a freshman quarterback back that he, he you don't have him, he's not around the program for this spring semester as far as the competition goes with uh, both Macon and, uh, and Brady? Well, I don't know if it sets him back. I mean, obviously, I think he's going to have to come in here and get acclimated quick. Um, but he's also uh, benefited from a new NCAA rule that allows us to have summer access and allows us to be out there when he throws a football and, and Coach Hamden and myself get to spend some time with him. So we'll get him acclimated. And, and at the end of the day, like everybody's waiting on me to name the starting quarterback. Like at the end of the day, all they got to do is show it to their teammates, right? And so uh, whoever decide, demonstrates to the rest of the team that they're, they're the starting quarterback, that's when we'll know who it is. And, whether that's Sam doing it in uh, fall camp or Brady doing it this summer or Mako doing it this summer, you know, that's really up to them. 
Coach, you mentioned the NCAA rules, so I want to stick there for a second. It feels like every time I read about your program or, or college athletics, period, there's always some sort of nugget in any story I read about the transfer portal. It's like a full-time job mm-hmm. keeping up with the transfer portal these days. How has the transfer portal and the shifts in the landscape in college athletics changed the dynamics of your job? Well, you know, I've only been a head coach for going on my fourth season, so I don't really know much different. Um but I would say this, the combination, if we just had the transfer portal uh, alone, I think college football could handle it. But but when you had the seismic shift of adding the transfer portal along with NIL and the free reign that NIL has become, you you are talking about a, a seismic shift that nobody really knows. Uh, you know, I think the original intent and purpose of NIL, which was good, I thought, you know, the ability for these players to be able to make money and endorse products was good, but now for it to have been weaponized and recruiting and, and uh, it's just gone a long way. And so, you know, I think we can either complain about it or adapt and react. And I think that's what we're doing right now is trying to adapt and react. And hopefully uh, the state of Missouri and our communities will continue to uh, figure out ways to utilize these rules to our advantage because that's what everybody else is doing, you know. Eli, when you get together with the other coaches, especially in this conference in the SEC, what sort of a discussion is there about this? Is is it just kind of taken for granted, like you said, that it's going to be weaponized? Um, I mean, we're not in the habit of, of sharing a whole lot of secrets with everybody else, so there's not a whole lot of real discussion about it. I think there's some conversations about whether or not it's healthy for the game, but the reality of it is, I mean, most of the coaches know – I mean, obviously, they're not directly involved because that would be against the rules, but they know what's going on. And as long as it's benefiting them, they're fine with it. And when it's not benefiting them, then they complain about it. I mean, that's the same with me. So, uh, you know, I think we all understand what it is. Mizzou football coach Eli Drinkwitz with us on 101 ESPN. I saw a photo of the SEC coaches meeting, and you and Saban were the last two guys walking out the door. As he kept you around, what sort of questions was he asking you? Yeah, right. He wasn't asking me anything. I was. I asked him if I could carry his bag to the car, man. So, now nah, he he's a. Uh, I mean, obviously he's one of the best to ever do it, if not the best. And uh, I, I'm I'm just trying to to learn anything I can from anybody. These are uh, these are difficult jobs, and there's there's not like a course you get to take on it. It's kind of trial by fire. So. Anytime I can pick the brain of somebody who's who's had as much success as both Coach Saban or any a number of those coaches in that uh, those meetings, I, I tend to do it. Hey, Coach Steve Wilkes goes back to the NFL, and Blake Baker is promoted to defensive coordinator. Are there any fundamental changes you're going to make defensively? Will we will what we see defensively look different on game day? Yeah, we're going to improve our fundamentals. I mean, that's that's number one is we're going to try to be better at our fundamentals and techniques and not give up 62 points to Tennessee. So, I mean, hopefully there's a lot of it that improves and gets better. Uh, but from a, st- a structure standpoint, we're still going to base out of the four-down front. And our defensive players can carry over some of the calls that they learned last year because there was improvement towards the end of the season. Um, but there will be – each coordinator has his own fingerprints that he's going to put on uh, a scheme. So there will definitely be uh, adjustments for Blake and what he and how he sees this defense continuing to, to grow. 
Well, Coach, we have to go back to Luther Burden. Everyone very excited about Luther Burden going to Mizzou and the talent that he's bringing to the program. You mentioned that he's very explosive and you're seeing a lot of explosiveness out of the wide receiver position. But give us some more early impressions you have of Luther Burden and how he's fitting into the program. Well, he's a tremendous competitor. Uh, I think the thing that, that has really stood out to me is uh, is how hard he competes on a daily basis. And, and uh, he's not afraid to take hard coaching. Uh, it doesn't bother him. He knows he wants to be great. I think the other thing is he's really adapted to the rest of the team, um, understanding that he's a part of the team and um, doing a good job of doing what we ask him to do as far as fit in and, and contribute to community service and do all the things that we ask our players to do. So he's done a really good job of that. How important is that when you have a prolific recruit that's willing to take hard coaching? Because I get the sense, at least in basketball, that that's one of the issues with guys wanting to transfer is that they don't want to take hard coaching. But when you have Luther Burden willing to take it, it seems like that would have an effect on other guys too. Yeah, I mean, it allows you as your coach to coach your best player the hardest and set the tone for the rest of the team. And I think – uh, when you look back over the course of time, the best teams are usually, uh, you know, the coaches would tell you they get to coach their best players the hardest. And so I think that's what you, you know, in recruiting, that's what we got to continue to look for and, and find and, and uh, you know, be willing to walk away from, from, from recruits that give us the red flags that that's not what they're really into. So, um, you know, this new day and age, I think we coaches as, as much as anybody have got to do a better job of, uh, betting character and making sure you get the right fit. Coach, from a personal perspective, how was your off season? Can you give us one of a, a, a highlights, a non-football highlight from your off season? Well, I mean, it's uh, off season's just kind of started. I, I think honestly, one of my highlights has been doing the, the uh, teaming up with Demetrius Johnson and doing the gas giveaway. I thought that was a really unique idea and, and cool thing that that he asked me to be a part of and and genuinely enjoyed the interactions with the people of St. Louis. Um, it was great to throw out the first pitch for the, for the Cardinals game or for the Royals game. Um, you know, got a chance to, to boo the, the Kansas Jayhawks, which is always fun. <laughs> you know, I'm still waiting. I have not been to a blues game. I got to get that fixed. I, I have not been to a blues game yet. I think that's probably something I need to get done. Um, you know, my phone's always ready anytime the Cardinals want to call. I know they dropped a heartbreaker last night. You know, last year that when I took the football team uh, there, that's when we started our – how many games we win in a row last year? 17. Uh, like, yeah, 17. That's when we started the 17-game streak. So if they want to get a streak started again, they know my cell phone number. And, Coach, the Blues will start the playoffs here in St. Louis next week. And if you want to be introduced to hockey, the best hockey you'll ever see, and maybe the best sports you'll ever see – is the Stanley Cup playoffs. So we need to get you here for the Blues in the playoffs in the next couple of weeks. Yeah, yeah, okay. So we got the Blues playoffs next week. Go Blues, all right? And I've got to figure that out. I'm I'm coming. I don't know when. I don't know who's got me a ticket, but I'm coming. I think the Blues are listening and they're aware. Yeah, Coach, we know some people. (laughs) We'll get you connected. Yeah. Sounds good. I may have to call my, my people at Anheuser-Busch, see if I can't get into a suite or something. Yeah, I think, to highlight it a little bit. <laughs> I, think, I think you could pull that off if you need to. Hey, Eli, it's always great to hear your voice. Thanks so much for the time. We do appreciate it. And I will see you tomorrow at the National Football Foundation event. And I'll just say, here's Eli Drinkwitz, and you take over, okay? 
Man, I cannot wait to see you, Randy. It's been a long time, buddy. Get your best material ready, okay? <laughs> you got it. You too. <laughs> we'll see you there. Take care. All right, buddy. Be good. See you later. That is Eli Drinkwitz, head coach at the University of Missouri on 101 ESPN. Hi, this is Chris Howard, host of Plugged In with Chris Howard. The college football playoff committee made their decision on Sunday, and as much as I loathe the idea of Ohio State losing their way into the college football playoff, I 100% agree with OSU making it in over Bama. Nick Saban citing some hypothetical point spreads to prove his point that the tie deserve a spot in the college football playoffs holds little substance when you consider Bama's best win is over Texas. No, the committee got it right. TCU had a great season with far more ranked wins than Bama and didn't deserve to lose their spot after playing a surging Kansas State in a championship game. And Ohio State, while not playing some of their best ball later in the season, was still 12-0 until they came face-to-face with my Wolverines. While the college football playoff system isn't nowhere near as good as it could be, it's better than what we had. And in a few years, it will be better for all of college football. Hi, this is Chris Howard, host of Plugged In with Chris Howard. Get the latest odds and trends for every professional and amateur league out there. From football to basketball to soccer and esports, we've got it all at BetOnline.net. And if you love sports podcasts, you can find those at BetOnline as well. And don't forget, BetOnline for the NHL, MMA, boxing, and golf. Head to the website today or use your mobile device to learn more. BetOnline, where the game starts. Want more ways to show your good side to the world? Donate plasma at a Griffles Center and join thousands of donors who are helping to save lives. Receive up to $1,000 your first month. Learn more at grifflesplasma.com.